Welcome another episode, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Here with Brian Fleischer, we're going to talk about the team that does grading. I had a great team when I was in charge. Uh, I've been gone for a while, and uh, many of the people who were there when I was there are gone. But Brian has been a, a, a fabulous carryover, and he's going to tell us about uh, the old days as well as the new <laughs> days. Probably a then and now episode of uh, back when he started, uh, when I was around, and then uh, to now, and how the uh, team works together. Because I, I promise you, listeners, that putting out a price guide is very complicated. It's a labor of love, but it's absolutely a labor. Uh, other sponsors we have besides Beckett Media and Beckett uh, Grading and Authentication, the price guides, the comic book grading, all the stuff that uh, Beckett Media does. ComC, where I actually am a customer of that service and enjoy a little bit of buy-in, a little bit of selling, and it's uh, uh, they make a, an excellent environment for me to uh, transact some cards. Burbank Sports Cards. Mike Stadium Sports Cards, a couple of great card shops. Heritage Auctions, been a customer of theirs. Huggins and Scott Auctions, customer as well. And then Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. I have all their cards. Not all of their cards, but <laughs> I have cards from all of those companies. So, Brian, welcome. Uh, so glad you are with the company and are an element of continuity from the then to the now. So what was it like in the camaraderie and the esprit de corps of the Price Guide guys when you came, which wasn't necessarily the golden age, but mm-hmm. it was it was uh, very interesting times in those years. And then to now, and how now you're in charge and uh, part of the keeper of that of that uh, carrying on that history. Yeah. So I started at Beckett in 2003. Um, it was just before you sold the company. Yeah. Um, sold early 05. Early 05. So I was May of 03. Um, hired by Bill Sutherland and Dan Hitt, of course. Um, uh, Bill Sutherland is still here with the team. Yes. Um, at the time, the, the the pricing team was about fifteen guys. I think um, uh, it could have been. You know, we had two or three guys on each sports sport, depending on which sport. And it it really was at the time. If you look at it now, kind of a, a who's who of the hobby. Um, Grant Sandground was right. a baseball editor at the time. Now, gone direct, on to great success at Upper yep, Deck. At upper yeah. deck. Um, uh, we had uh, Tim Trout and Keith Hauer, um, both who have gone on to to brand manager roles at at Panini. Panini yeah. um, uh, we had uh, Gabe Harrow, who was a really, really sharp guy, um, who was who was about my age and and working on baseball and really knowledgeable of um, of minor league cards and, and baseball. You know, I bumped into him at a show. You did? Yeah, this he, summer. He recently got back in. He surfaced. He he. Um, it was uh, summer. He uh, had uh, he watched the Netflix documentary. He looks the same. Jack of all trades. He watched the documentary, the, the baseball card documentary, and he sent me a message on on Twitter and showing me his cards that he pulled out his cards and, and started yeah. messing around with his cards again. So. Um, we had Clint Hall and Al Muir were in the, right. in the department. The hockey guys, yeah, yeah, the hockey guys. They they both um, were with Panini for a time. Um, so it really was. It was a, it it was was a, a good a great, group of, of, of guys. Group, yeah. um, you know, over the years we've transitioned down to about eight guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, we're down to seven guys now, um, including Daniel, who Daniel okay. Moscoso, who runs our digital studio. Okay. Um, he'll process between oof, close to 100,000 card images and. He does photos for BGS. He'll take scans of BGS. Wow. He, he does um, scans of comic books. Back at auctions, when, when we were doing the auction service, he shot almost all the, the, the cards for auction. Wow. Um, he's been with the company. He's an old school guy. Yeah, he's been with the company 25, 25 something probably, maybe at least. He was there in 92, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, he's, he's been here forever. Um, so that's 20, what is it? Uh, seven, 20, yeah, 26, yeah. Yeah, 25 or 26. Yeah, he's been here for a, a very long time. Um, we've got a really good group now. Um, and what I like about the group that we have now is that everybody is really into the sport that they are working on. Um, for example, we Matt Bible, who works on our non-sports non, and gaming, yeah, and yeah. Um, he is 
the perfect guy. He's really into pop culture and right, Marvel right, movies, right, right, and right. he does an amazing job. At, he was Doug Kale. Exactly. Back in exactly. The day. Yeah. And and he actually came in as a sports analyst. Um, yeah. And well, that's what we hired him for. And on the first day, we had some turnover at that at the, at the, the non sport position, non sport game position, and we kind of unfairly surprised him, Dan and I, uh, really? at the on, on day one, saying. Hey, we've got an opening for the non-sport. We know we hired you as a sports analyst. Uh, we are baiting and switching now. <laughs> and to make it worse, he moved from Ohio to come down to Texas to, uh, so, to work. Now, we weren't making him do it, but we yeah, said we, we offered him the position. Yeah. And Well, it's, it became an important position, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, he, I mean, he jumped right into it. a lot of action it. in Absolutely. that part of the lobby. Absolutely. He, it's not what I'm covering in the podcast, but I love it, the fact yeah. that, that you're doing that. Yeah, That's non-sport and gaming, he... he He's, his goal is to make it the best database in the entire world. Cool. He says that yeah. all the time. Oh, cool. So we've got Eric Norton on hockey. Yeah. Um, Eric is a hockey fan. Of course, he does a great job with, right. with the Fat Packs podcast. Yep. Um, Sam Zimmer helps out on basketball and baseball. He's mainly a baseball guy, um, and he does a little help. I kind of force him to do a little soccer work with me. Okay. Um, I work on baseball, um, which I love. Soccer, which I love. Soccer is as you have time or what? Pretty much. Because there's no point. magazine, right? There's not. We do have an online yeah. price guide. Yeah. Um, we don't have many subscribers. Yeah. Um, we run... Do you have many listings? I thought you you don't have a great rate of coverage. No, we have we have we we'll, we'll catalog everything that comes out. Of course, you mean database, database, yeah. yeah we'll but no it, pricing. Uh, we price a fair bit of it. We're we're behind on on pricing, mostly if it's the new stuff. But we probably have okay four hundred thousand cards in the soccer database, well, five hundred thousand cards. Um, I didn't think that many were priced. And there's the majority of the new stuff is not priced because it's okay. well, the majority of the time is spent on on the core four sports. But we do run two pages of pricing, give or take, okay. in the in the well, sports card monthly. I'll take um, a, I'll take a peek. Yeah, um, and and. Uh, we've got, you talk about old school, we've got uh, uh, Steve Dalton, who was a grader. Right. I know. He's probably been here, let's see, I've been here for 16 years. He's got to be close to 20. No, he's close to 20. Yeah, so he, he was, was a grader. He was one of the, the first or second wave of graders. Yeah, so he was in grading for a long time, about three years ago. I think his eyes just gave up on him uh, in <laughs> grading. Him. And in the travel, that you yeah, know, the grading yeah, yeah. the grading team does so much travel well, throughout intense. the year. It is. Um, and I think he was ready for a change. Yeah. And he's a big basketball and comic collector. So we brought oh, him cool. over, um, and so he does a great job with our basketball price guide. Um, Justin Gruner has been here with us for six years. Um, he works out of Houston. Um, he was in the Dallas office, uh, recently moved to Houston. Well, recently, it's probably been about two years now. Moved to Houston, and he works on football. He worked very closely with Dan Hitt uh, for yeah, many well, Dan years. Dan was the football guy. Dan yeah. was the, 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 the king of football. Yeah, yeah. And, and what I tell the guys, I, I, you know, we talk about it several times, that we are the keepers of all who have come before the us. legacy. Yeah, yeah. So have some pride in what yeah. you're doing. Do the best you can. We're not going to be perfect, but do the best you can. You know, you came before and Grant came before and Theo Chen, who I didn't know, came before. And, you know, all these, Dan Hitt came before and Bill Sutherland and Grant Sandground and all these great hobby people. And I'm yeah. probably forgetting people. So if I forgot well, you, nice. I apologize. <laughs> all these, Dave Slipka was in our department right, for a while. Right. Um, Doug Kale, who you mentioned, right. all these great hobby people who, who came before us, um, you know, we're carrying on that legacy. And, and who were each unique. Exactly. None of them were the, exactly the same, but mm -hmm. each made a, a strong contribution. But how does it work if somebody's in Houston? Uh, we can do a lot the of, manager. We can you do know, a lot so of, that? we talk, he, we talk almost every day. Okay. Um, technology is awesome. We, we, he okay. can log into the price guide from home. Okay. He can, um, log into, uh, via is Skype. The, is he the football editor? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, he yeah. is. Yeah. So, you know, he can, he's, Access his email. It, it works okay, remotely, okay, so okay. Um, it's not ideal. Yeah. You know, it's not not something that we would do with a new hire. It's, well, it's not so hard to replace somebody. Exactly. I mean, again, it's not impossible to replace somebody, mm -hmm. but if you're just on the spot and somebody 
quits one day, yep. it's hard to have somebody step in the Correct. next day. Correct. And people, I've always felt, you know, and I tried to explain that to my successor people after <laughs> I sold, that, uh, that this, it's it's not just a sharp person. It's a, you need a sharp person that has a lot of integrity, mm -hmm. a great work ethic, and the card knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't say, hey, uh, take some time to get up to speed on yeah. cards. You, 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 you had to live it. That's one of the cases. challenges with hiring so, yeah. someone new. Who we, I, can, we can hire new people on the team, but to get them up to speed. Yeah. When I started, um, we were talking in an earlier episode, when I started, it was two or three years before I touched right. new product pricing. Right. Now, we've got people, we need to get them up to speed within six months pricing yeah, a new product. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the training aspect, you have to come in with a certain set of skills um, if you're going to be successful in this position. You've got to have the right mindset, the right work ethic, like you said, um, but you also have to have the knowledge of the, the current hobby. You don't have to be a superstar expert in every single... You can pick that up, um, but if you are someone who hasn't looked at a card since 2000 or, or 1985 or 1990, even if you're a huge sports fan, it, it's probably not going to work out for you here. What I've realized, you know, I have an account on Com C, and I'm realizing that Com C, when, we start, when they started, they had a relationship with Beckett Media. Mm -hmm. And it was after my time, but they had a contractual relationship where they could do the pricing there. Yeah. And so people could put their cards on Comp C, they could see what the Beckett price was, and they could mm -hmm. price whatever they wanted to do. And so I actually was part of that a little bit, and so I did that. But then that relationship ended, let's mm -hmm. just say. So yep. they won't do that anymore. So now when people put their cards on Comp C, if it's a brand new set or an older set, whatever, they just put the card on there. And Comp C... 99% of the time identifies it correctly. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so it's there. And then the person has to figure out the consigner, the person that's uh, selling cards has to figure out now how to price this card. And I, I, I just want to, I'm not going to pat myself on the back, but it, it just feels like I have an advantage uh -huh. that sure I basically do. understand. It's like a, somebody that used to be a grader uh -huh. than asking him what's the grade of a card. Yeah. Uh, so if you used to price cards, then you kind of know that, Hey, this is probably going to be not, not to the exactitude of, of this is, exactly X dollars, but yeah, this is going to be a little bit more and all that stuff. And I'm just thinking, wow, you know, I'm, I'm just wondering if there aren't people that are going through that, that are power users or uh, that's probably what you're looking for. Somebody's a power comp C user yeah. or somebody super well-versed with yeah. eBay. And there, are, there are a lot that, of... that are going to apply here and yeah. you're going to say, these people get it. Yeah. There are... Because they're not going to make egregious mistakes. Correct. They, 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 they might yeah, you know, we're yeah, saying the, the same thing. There, there, there are a lot of sharp dealers and collectors out there. Um, a lot of them are are doing it on their own and making well, good first money. Month, there's doing, new products yeah, coming out all the time. Absolutely. We're going to wait a month. Exactly. Our, our marketplace dealers have can do the same thing that that um, uh, you talked about the relationship we used to have with COMC. Yeah. So they can use the Beckett pricing that, to automatically price their cards on the marketplace. Yes. Um, so you know they can set it to 100% of book, exactly. 50% of any of that. Um, now. Before they can do that, of course, we have to have the pricing have in there. <laughs> so there are plenty of dealers. Uh, Rob Varis, um, well, price products before, you know, yeah. a lot of them, if you have enough knowledge, and even we right. can do this, yeah. you can pre-price a lot. You know that a, a tops base card is going to be a 30 cent common and you can, you know, your, your semi-stars are going to be 40, 50 cents. We kind of tighten the ranges since yeah. your, yeah. since your days, since you were uh, running the show, we kind of tighten the ranges in baseball. So, you know, your, your semi-stars will be 40 cents and your unlisted stars will be 50 cents and you can kind of build from there. Well, which isn't a big deal. Unless you're factoring in the fact that that's the base multiplier for these other parallels Correct. and things. Correct. Then it's, what does it matter whether it's 30 or 40 cents? Exactly. Well, it doesn't, <laughs> no. but, uh, so yeah, we're on the same page. Yeah. It's, it's still tricky. It's just not, it can't be formulaic. It's, but, but, but there are some relationships that hold true most of the time. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you need a lot more than six or seven or eight people. Yeah. You'd, you'd need the, the number of, and Dan, 
to his credit, was the, the, not a prognosticator. He just, he, it wasn't even a prediction. He just said, he said, every year there's all these new sets coming out. Unless we purge or synthesize or shrink things down, we're going to have a telephone. Oh, where, Listeners, I know you don't know what a telephone book is, but <laughs> it used to be this really thick thing that had really thin paper, and that's where we were heading. The baseball almanacs at 1,300 pages, yeah. 1,340, I believe. Scary. And we've cut out a lot of the um, you know, programs and World Series tickets. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of the, the minor, well, the minor league singles outside of the the, the stuff that, uh, like Tots Heritage Miners is yeah. still in there. Um, a lot of the Leaf product is still in there. Um, but, you know, the Frisco Rough Riders team set, yeah. not in there anymore. Yeah. Um, there's just, we, we've had this discussion with Mike Payne last, last week um, with all our books. There's the products now. Um, in, in, in annual book form where we run complete checklists oh, of stuff that we price. It's too big to bind, maybe. I, I, it's getting close. It's getting close for baseball, the baseball yeah. manac. Um, we still have some room in, in, in the other sports, yeah. but, you know, to go 440 pages or something for, uh, the football book, it's getting tight. Right. Real tight. Every time we, the pre-press team comes back and says, you're 50 pages long. Yeah. And we can't shrink the font anymore. We can't remove any more images. I can't see it as it is. It, now. It's and tough. Just we kidding. understand. It's yeah. tough. So then we, we cut we cut we cut stuff and then people complain that we we cut stuff. So we're really kind of between a rock and a hard place yeah, on this. Yeah. Well, you are. I'm not. No, yeah, I'm, I'm retired now. So I, <laughs> I just get to observe and comment on it. Stay in between that rock and hard place, Brian. <laughs> and just keep up the good work. But um, it's it's I just my hats off to you. It's a hard job. I would say I know how hard it is, but what I know was a job. That was really hard. That's not even as hard as the job you have now. So, so it's really, it's it's really tough. You and had different being challenges. Persevering. I mean, not that we have challenges, but it's the job keeps getting bigger. Mm-hmm. It keeps getting bigger, even if the resources increase, which they're not. It, the job keeps getting bigger. Yeah, but you had to. Didn't you have to have guys on the phone with? With dealers the time, and, yeah. and opening surveys and yeah. going through surveys and yep. you know you know you had smaller products. You we had got a million releases. At, our, at our peak. We were getting a million pieces of mail a, a year. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So so you had your own challenges. You yeah. know it was just different. You had a bigger team, of course, but you didn't have yeah. the technology. And you had you know it was a smaller yeah. market in terms of number of product and how complex the products were. But yeah. um, you know make it, it wasn't well the 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 again and listeners can be happy. Next year will be even worse, <laughs> or better, in the sense there's going to be some new exciting products. Yeah. And I know, uh, let's end on this note, that basically uh, 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 you're covering the whole uh, hobby, but there's a lot of emphasis on really trying to get these new products right. Yeah. And that, that's important because yeah. that's part of the lifeblood of keeping the hobby dynamic. There's some, there's definitely movement, and, and thankfully it's been mostly upward mm-hmm. on some of the older uh, elite kinds of things. Yeah. But there's a lot of energy in the new uh, yeah. product. That's where a lot, all the excitement is. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an exciting time in the hobby. Um, uh, you know, it's we're it's doing really well. The, yeah. the, the, the card companies are doing really well. The yeah. market is really strong. It's not going to last forever, of well. course. But um, I think we're really riding this wave of uh, the hobby's cool again. Uh, people are making is. a lot of money in the hobby. A lot of dealers, a lot of collectors. Uh, uh, grading is huge, of course. The auction houses are doing well. The vintage market is really strong. Right. Um, you know, we're really excited for basketball with Zion, and you know, it, it's going to be. I think we've got a few years left in us. Um, hopefully more. But like you said, you know, like I, we like you've experienced. Yeah. There's ups and downs in this hobby, just like there are in, I, in everything. Uh, we're out of time, but I just want. I hope you've got a lot more years in this, Brian. Thank, <laughs> Thank you, you for your hard work. And if if you ever feel uh, under appreciate it. Just give me a call. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Dr. I will Brandon. sing your praises. But thanks, Brian. Thanks, listeners. Be back again tomorrow with another episode. The man-